So, yeah, we've got guests in the studio. Ghazi Shami is the founder and CEO of uh, Empire, which is a San Francisco-based record label and distribution company. I've never been to San Francisco. Uh, I've always wanted to go to San Francisco. Uh, Empire played an imparted uh, role in the early careers of future icons like uh, Kendrick Lamar, Migos, Anderson Park. Uh, Ghazi is in the studio with Eze, who is the Vice President for Strategy and Market Development in Africa and Diaspora at Empire Records. Ladies and gentlemen, it's a pleasure to have you in the studio on this Monday. It is raining, but, you know, rain is nothing but blessings. Welcome to the show. Thank you for having us. Thank you Thank for you. having us. Excellent. So let's start with you, with you, with you, with you Ghazi, as, as founder and CEO of Empire Records. Um, there's all kinds of music in, in, in South Africa. I think right now the genre that is uh, leading everything, which is part of the dance culture, uh, house music, is um, a piano uh, genre. Have you heard it? Yes, What's I, your take on it? I love it. Do you know any piano artists or producers? Yeah, I know quite a few. I mean, that's what I'm out here scouting, looking, yep. spending time learning about the market. Yeah. Um, yeah. Anytime we do something in the market, we always like to... Yeah, spend personal time there to understand the culture. Yeah, I think you know, I, you know, I think what's good now is we have social media. You know, because I, obviously, even in the past, there has always been talent. You know, but people, you know, relied on TV to get the news or newspapers. But you know, Instagram, your Facebook has really made life easy to make the world connect and 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 become one. You know, I think that's the reason why you probably even you know know that there's a genre called. Uh, Ama piano. Please give us a you know a brief background uh, of Empire Records and how it came about. I started the company in 2010. Uh, it's a distribution company, a record label, and a publishing company, amongst other things. And uh, over a period of time, we've amassed a pretty substantial roster of artists all over the world, uh, Latin America, and Africa, and obviously domestically in the U.S. Um, we became probably the biggest independent label in the U.S. and probably, I would argue, the, the biggest hip-hop label. And then we started to venture out into other genres that we were passionate about and mm -hmm. started to uh, expand our footprint all around the world. And right. Here we are today in South Africa. Excellent. And tell us about, you know, some of your milestones, you know, um, uh, as a label. Uh, I mean, there's been a, a lot of amazing things. Uh, as a company in the U.S., we're on the verge of earning three diamond records which independently I don't think has ever been done. And to my knowledge, in the history of the music business, there's only about 60 diamond records. So to have three of them would be pretty substantial for a little kid from San Francisco. Um, we've amassed a lot of Grammys, BT awards, things of that nature. Um, you know, we're just blessed to be in the position that we're in to do what we do day in, day out. And, yeah. you know, to have music as a medium and as a vehicle to help us travel all around the world and, and work with artists from various cultures and various epicenters of music yeah and and obviously i think in the past um decade or so we've you know we, we we've seen the industry uh basically changing because some of us were used to physical things you know when you when i come to a record label you give me a cd i'm excited i can see it i can touch it i can feel it when you launch an album you know you get samples you know um of the cd but because of um technology obviously you know things uh, kind of changed so how, how did the uh, you know the advent of online music 
consumption, you know, change your approach with regards to music distribution? Um, it didn't change my approach. I was a part of the change um, from San Francisco. So we were the we were the epicenter of change. Um, you know, I started working at a streaming company in, I think, 1998. Okay. So um, as far as I was concerned, the faster CDs went away, the better, because we could head more and more into a global economy. Streaming has shrunk the world down where we could touch various cultures and different people from different economies all over the world. Um, and you could also clean up a lot of the accounting issues that were present in the physical space. You know, digital accounting is very transparent. Everything is available as long as your label's willing to show you. It's there. So uh, I was a big proponent of the shift from a physical world to a digital world. And as a company, we started in 2010, but me as an executive and as an entrepreneur and as an artist, I started on that, you know, on that road to change probably in like in the mid 90s. Well, that explains it because I understand that, you know, you have a background in tech, you know, how has that assisted you in the functioning of the record company? Uh, I was very fortunate to live in a place where independence as a musician was really big and entrepreneurship was really big. And I was able to synthesize two different walks of life into one and form a company that would become half music and half tech. So we are a software company as much as we are a music company. And that's what's made us so elite in distribution, reporting, accounting, marketing, and things of that nature. And I'm just blessed and fortunate enough to be around music since I was really young and worked in a lot of the nooks and crannies of the music business as an engineer and as a producer. And so I got the uh, the wherewithal to have my thumb on the pulse of culture and on tech. And that's where Empire came from. Very interesting. Now let's come to you. As a, how are you, man? I'm good. How you doing? Are you good? I'm good. Very good. Good to have you in the studio. Is this your first time in South Africa? No, no, no. no. Okay. I've been coming to South Africa since 2013. That's a long time ago. Yeah, okay, yeah, well, yeah, yeah. welcome. Is it okay if I say welcome back? Thank you, of course. Okay, <laughs> so... Um, who are some of the artists that you have signed, you know, from not only in South Africa, if you have signed any, but on, on the continent? Man, we've uh, we've done quite a bit. I mean, if you start in West Africa, um, the likes of Fireboy, DML, Lashake, Olamide, Buju, form, well, Benson, formerly known as Buju, Kitty, Black Sharif. Yes. Kwame Eugene, um, coming down towards the South artists like... Kiss Daniel. Kiss, sorry, Kiss Daniel as well. Yeah. Um, uh, coming down to this side of the world, artists like Manu Worldstar, Lebs of the Villain, Tango Supreme, you know, just artists that are on the rise that we're, we're going to be building and developing, you know, over the next few months and years. Yeah. Gazi also highlighted the fact that, you know, in the beginning, the focus was more on, 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 on the hip-hop genre. So, you know, my question to you is, you know, does your role also include exploring other genres that are produced in the continent? And Depending on the, you know, on your ear, you know, mm -hmm. we listen to music differently. Sometimes you might be exposed to a different genre and feel like I don't like it. But I guess you, you have a business mind. Uh, you don't have to like a genre for you to sign an artist, I guess. Well, I mean, I'd say yes and no. So yeah. my background <clears throat> across the continent in South Africa, South Africa specifically started at um, Channel O. 
Oh, okay. You know, um, I was handling marketing for West Africa, so okay. a big part of the job was connecting the dots between West, East, ah, South okay. with the award shows and everything. Um, that led me into marketing and, and also management, working with artists down here, such as Kuli Chana, Anati, back in the day. And those are the artists that introduced me to the entire industry. Ah, okay. So everything that's happening now are things that we've seen in waves, yeah. you know, and, and the genres are cycling back. So piano actually has opened the door more for these other genres to start resurging. So whether yeah. it's tech, yeah. whether it's house, whether mm. it's hip hop now oh, or, or, yeah. or Afro hip hop, yeah. Afro yeah. fusion, whatever you want to call it here. Um, that's what we're here for. You know, we're here to make sure that the world sees that Africa is way more than just Afrobeats, way more than I'm a piano. But we need to make sure that we bring on the expertise of people that have been there before. So when you think about Empire and what they've done in the U.S. in terms of hip-hop, yeah. R&B, urban culture as a whole, and then combining that with what's happening on a continent, we're going to be able to show the world that Africa has the best lyricists, has the best vocalists, you know, has some of the best artists in these different sounds. And South Africa is a perfect representation of the potential of all the genres in Africa. Absolutely fantastic. And there's been talk of including... Uh, an African beats category in the Grammys. Are you taking a keen interest in producing this genre? Yes, I mean, at Empire, we we're, are... We're at the forefront of that conversation. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, we've been in that conversation from day one, you know, and, and part of the conversation now is making sure that the category is called African music and not just Afrobeats, yeah, yeah. you know, um, to make it inclusive of everything that's happening on the continent. So um, we've been in very close talks with the with um, um, Harvey, who's CEO of, of the Recording Academy, and Ghazi and Tina, our SVP of A&R. They've been making sure that the continent is represented properly, you know, in a diaspora across the rest of the world. Oh, excellent. Um, I mean, you know... Uh before we, you know, we wrap up the interview, just wanted to ask you something that is very important. You know, any of the two can answer the question. Is you know, um, you know, uh, people have always questioned, you know, record companies, some turning artists into slaves. Uh, today, giving you this platform, um, you know, to assure whoever you may want to sign that you know they will be lo well looked after because some artists are so desperate to sign record companies they're only they're not even given the opportunity to to get a lawyer or consult family members i mean to simply start that conversation just look at the track record yeah you know um empire has done amazing work in terms of putting the power back in the hands of the artists um the way we work we don't sign artists it's partnerships okay it's making sure that we can help artists develop their own um, their own backbone, their own infrastructure to be able to do more for themselves and for the community. Um, so, you know, instead of talking about other entities and what they're doing and yeah. not doing, you know, we are doing business the right way. And I think the success of all the artists locally, internationally shows that as well. You know, I, I consistently remind artists that you're not my artist, you're my business partner. Mm. And our deal structures uh, perpetuate that. And so in the United States, we have an incredible reputation with the legal community yeah the legal community that represents the artists in that our deals are are fair and represent the rights of artists and so on and so forth and so i think that's a big reason that we're thriving as a company is because our artists truly feel like they're in a partnership all right i'm sure we've uh, a lot of artists who are listening to the show i mean can you direct them to your website or social media or something like that yeah just add empire on uh, on all social media empi Ari, and then there's a specific one for Africa's Empire.Africa. Gazi, Eze, pleasure chatting to you. And uh, yeah, all the best moving forward. I hope you get to find the talent. 
that is out there that is raw and then you turn them into superstars thank you for having us it's a blessing to be here no it's a blessing thank you so much there you go radio 2000 it's uh, 4 p.m it is a monday afternoon it's the glenzita super drive